Hello, everyone. Kent Maddox, Beverly Maddox here today with Freedom Podcast. And we're looking forward to spending a few moments with you today. I'll be able to read your chats here. Uh, so feel free to chat uh, with us. Let us know you're watching, maybe where you're watching from. Uh, we're just stepping out into obedience to uh, follow the Lord and uh, start some broadcasting with some thoughts and and things that the Holy Spirit's telling us. So it's pretty exciting, Beverly. Well, we decided on a name, and we had a lot of commentary about that, but we have decided Freedom Podcast with Kent and Beverly Maddox. And I just want to remind you guys what that freedom stands for for us. Finding our identity in Christ, realigning with God's times and season, engaging in spiritual community, and exploring our gifts and callings, demonstrating God's gifts, opening our hearts to the poor, and... That one being very important, but making Jesus famous. That's really what we're here for. And I have really determined, I think I said it last week, everywhere that Kent steps his foot, my prayer, my hope, my heart's desire is that someone says to him, Kent or Pastor Kent, however they address you, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing the word of freedom. Thank you for praying for me to walk in freedom. Thank you for sowing into my life. I am free. Thank you for introducing me to the liberty that Christ died for us to have. So that's what this podcast is all about. And essentially, we're looking at our podcast as a war room. So today, I think we're going to be discussing a few war strategies. Am I right about that? Absolutely. You know, Galatians 5 1 says it is for freedom that Christ has made us free. So we're like freedom fighters. We are freedom and, uh, fighters. That would also have been a great, but I think that somebody already had that title. <laughs> we actually we went there. We talked about that. So. Fighting for our freedom in Christ. Let's see. Mm -hmm. We got some folks uh, logged on with us, and we got Pastor Judah from Nigeria. Uh, dear man of God there, and Tommy Letson and Phil Moore from North Carolina, our friend Brian Garrett from Florida. Oh, hey, Brian. I love uh, you. And so we got lot, lots of folks joining in with us today. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. I know it's in the morning, but I'm sure people get to watch this as we uh, as the time goes throughout the day and the next few days ahead. And so we're just, like I said, stepping out on obedience to kind of have some conversations with you. We really believe we're in a very significant season uh, we've got a Pentecost conference coming up I wanted to tell you about briefly. We're calling it a Prophetic Pentecost Conference 2022. Uh, we're going to have Chris Reed, a powerful prophet. Uh, he's actually taken the reins of Morningstar Ministry with Rick Joyner. Uh, he was here at the church recently. What a powerful word of knowledge ministry he has and just really dialed into the spirit. And so he'll be speaking Friday night. This conference is free of charge. All you got to do is register. The, there's a the graphic there on the screen that you can register to be a part of it. Saturday, our friend Chuck Pierce, who always has a word from always. the Lord. And uh, he'll be with us. And then Sunday morning, uh, it'll be uh, part of the conference. that will also be live here at Word Alive. Will be a new friend of ours, Emma Stark from Scotland. And so she basically gave Beverly and I a powerful prophetic word uh, recently. Bev, you want to talk about that just a moment? Well, I didn't know if we were going to dive right into that or not, because that that is our whole war strategy. But for us, it was as if she had literally been walking every step of our journey for maybe the past, I'm going to say, decade. Uh, and it spoke so powerfully into our lives that we were to rest and run, rest and run, rest and run. <laughs> and she has this lovely Irish accent and so just it it makes it sound so much better when you say something with a beautiful accent 
rest and run comes across much more lyrically than in my southern little inflection. But I think that's what we're doing. I think we're resting and running. Resting and running and running running today. We're uh Oh oh and there was another go again. <laughs> go again. Go again. She's a powerhouse. Oh, uh, she I said Sunday is. here at the church, uh you know, Emma sounds like a hurricane name, right? It like, does. Absolutely. And and that's what does. she is. She is a spiritual <laughs> hurricane. And so uh, you don't want to miss that. Register. It, it's registration only, but it's free of charge. And then, of course, we look forward to those that want to come out on campus on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock with Emma here, originally from Ireland, but now lives in Scotland where she has her work in a prophetic ministry uh, there. Speaking of war strategies, you know, one of the things that I believe the enemy really tries to do in our lives is to get us outside of God's timing. And in Daniel 7, it's a, it's a very powerful scripture that the enemy comes to change the times and the seasons because if he can get us at the wrong place or even doing the right thing at the wrong place or the wrong time, it is a strategy, a, a, a uh, ploy of the enemy. That's why the Bible says don't be ignorant of the wiles of the enemy. And so this is a very important time to align with God's timing. We're in a very powerful prophetic season as we're moving toward Pentecost and about to slip into a brand new month that Bev's going to tell us some of the aspects of this month so that we can align with God's timing. Genesis 1.14, a very powerful scripture says, God has said in the heavens, sun, moon, stars, uh, and the constellations, so for therefore appointed times, the scripture says, we think that just means months, weeks, and years, but actually that word appointed times, moedim, a Hebraic word for literally appointments. And just like you'd have a dentist appointment on a card at six months down the road, God has divine appointments already set in place for us, and we are in the midst of that right now. So today is the important day to get ready to align as we move this coming Monday into what we call Rosh Kadesh, the new moon. And this is the month of Beverly Savan, correct? Yes, it is. And what's really interesting about that is it's linked with the letter, the Hebrew letter, Zayon, which means to receive mercy for completion. Wow. Which this year, I think, may have been your first year to count the Omer. Yes. And so it, this is the And the that's the 50 of, days between Passover and Pentecost. Yes. And so this is the season of the wheat harvest. And so I've been doing that for several years and really love that. But what is so interesting about it uh, for me is this letter uh, in Psalm 139, literally says, my zeal for you, Lord, continues day and night. Your promise renews my life. And so the zeal is great energy, enthusiasm, pursuit of a course or an objective, passion, fervor, devotion, enthusiasm, eagerness, keenness, and gusto. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I don't. I don't, you guys, does that describe anybody that you know? I'm not pointing any <laughs> elbows, but I think that we've got the eagerness and the passion and the devotion and the enthusiasm down pat. And what else is exciting about this is this is the month for businessmen to prosper. Yes, that's which right. Which goes right along with our whole revelation of the ecclesia that we are 24 hour a day, seven day a week, mobile arcs of the covenant, declaring the goodness and the mercy and the word of the Lord everywhere that we go. So I pray a very specific blessing over all of our businessmen. Those in the marketplace. Those in the marketplace, exactly. We're in agreement with that, that this is the month that you prosper in the name of Jesus and God gives you divine connections uh, that will bring much increase to you. Luke, Luke 19, 10, Jesus came to seek and save 
that which was lost, not just those that were lost. That's and right. the marketplace has been redeemed. And thank God we've got men and women in the marketplace that are redeeming that. We also pray that anything that's trying to take you out of God's will and God's timing, uh, anything trying to uh, cause you to lose your focus or distract us in this season, that as we're moving toward Pentecost in this month of Savan, that we're just prophesying that we are that we are completing some things and that we are connecting with God's perfect timing for time to be redeemed. Well, and connecting with our source. God is our source. And I think if you're being sourced or resourced by any other uh, information or anything that's happening in the, the uh, natural realm, then you just need to shift. God is sovereign and he has all of the resources that you need and all of the answers that you need. And so today is especially exciting for us because I think we're going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit and the air of the Holy Spirit that we're in. Absolutely. And this Pentecost season, as we move toward that, um, most people are very familiar with Pentecost, which is tied to the Holy Spirit. We'll get to in just a moment. But make sure you remember Pentecost uh, is about provision. Yes. So th- this is this is the season. So we have Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles. These are the three spiritual seasons on God's calendar. And as we're moving from Passover to Pentecost, this is about provision. It was the barley harvest, the first fruits. It's when Ruth was told to go to Boaz's field and glean and lay right. at Boaz's feet right. for a double portion. It was when Moses <laughs> went uh, up the mountain and received two tablets of commandments or instructions or strategy. Isn't it interesting? The constellation uh, that's in the sky right now are the twins. And yes. so it's so it's really powerful that this is a double portion season, <clears throat> a double portion for provision. Well, and what's so interesting about that is Moses had Torah, I mean, and had the commandments and held on to it until this season as they were getting ready to leave the wilderness. That is when Torah was distributed. When he was to, up on the mountain, yes. Well, to to the Israelites as they were about to cross into the promised land. So that's a really interesting dynamic because up until that point, I think that he was still receiving and Mm. then he began to send it out. And so that's what we're here to do today. We're going to send it out. And we're saying strategies, specific prophetic strategies are coming to you to help you prosper in your journey at Pentecost. And so we're just saying, just like Moses received instruction, just like the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, that we are being empowered now for divine provision, according to Deuteronomy chapter 8, that says it's God that gives us power to get wealth that we might establish His covenant. So, Bev and I just right now yes. bless you with Thank provision, Jesus. strategic ideas, yes. concepts for provision to be unlocked so that you can step fully into your future and your destiny this year at this Pentecost season in the name of Jesus. Uh, Beverly mentioned earlier about Holy Spirit. Uh, when we stepped into the Hebraic calendar year 5780, uh, which was a very important decade. And so Chuck Pierce, our dear friend, he speaks so powerfully about this. But 5780, we stepped into not just a new year on the Hebraic calendar, but a new decade. So we shifted from the 70s all the way to 5779 to the 80s. The word 80 means pay one word for pay is Holy Spirit. And so Chuck's been prophesying that when we stepped into 5780, we stepped into a Holy Spirit era, which is very powerful and very important. And that every Passover, every Pentecost that we celebrate during the 80s would be 
powerful because it is the decade of the Holy Spirit. And so we just want to talk about that a few moments. What does that mean to us, Bev, when we when we start thinking about a decade or or a, a era of Holy Spirit. Well, I have to tell you, Kent, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited that Emma's coming right now, because we have always cast vision in decades, in 10-year increments, and oh my gosh, do they go by yes, so quickly. So I think that what it looks like for us specifically is that God is literally going to rain down his glory and that we are in a glory season in the church, and there's so many shifts, and uh, I think that getting the the church out into the marketplace, that has been such a monumental shift. And we've talked about this a little bit, but I believe that the reset that we had with COVID gave everybody an opportunity. I think about all of the small businesses that were started as people started working from home and maybe their jobs weren't really taking care of, you know, more month than money. Mm -hmm. And so we find ourselves uh, with creative ideas and that God is really just shining the Holy Spirit into all of this creativeness. So I think that's what it looks like for us. Well, absolutely. The Holy Spirit is the, is the spirit of creation, right? Yes. Is the, is the creative, creative spirit. And some people, you know, I even thought about it. Well, the heir of the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, obviously the Holy Spirit's been talked about, uh, preached about, uh, ministered. Uh, many people have been filled with the Holy Spirit, with a prayer language. I don't, I, last count I heard there was several hundred million Pentecostals that had had a Pentecostal experience. Bev and I, you know, were raised in uh, Pastor Benny Hinn's ministry, which was the whole ministry was based on the Holy Spirit. His whole whole revelation of Holy Spirit power. But I have to say, Pastor Benny's still to this day one of the best worshipers. I mean, just when he begins to worship God, Holy Spirit just begins to just permeate the atmosphere. Well, he has a divine relationship with the Holy Spirit and, <laughs> he does. and you know wrote good morning Holy Spirit now that's gone 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 around the world and his his powerful revelation the point I wanted to make about Holy Spirit, you know, pre to this era of Holy Spirit. Uh yes, Pastor Benny Hinn introduced the Holy Spirit to millions of people around the world in these big crusades. But here's what's, in my opinion, has shifted in the era of the Holy Spirit. That was an era. And so in that era, yes, the Holy Spirit was being introduced to churches, to pastors, to masses, amounts of people. But in my opinion, we obviously see though that era has shifted and changed. Pastor Benny Hinn, Ron Hart Bunky, these ministers that were gathering masses in stadiums for Holy Spirit, was it was an era and it was something God was doing, but we see that shifting. It was an introduction. It was an introduction. It is now shifted to where I believe the era of the Holy Spirit. It's not going to be necessarily about the masses or the big crusades, which still may happen and occur around the world. But the 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 inference of the Holy Spirit is that you and That's I right. and our families and our as individuals, this is going to be an era where we are led by Holy Spirit as individuals like never before you and I in our day-to-day comings and goings that we are going to be led by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says those that are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And I really see it unfolding that God is beginning to introduce people to a new level of relationship with the Holy Spirit that literally daily we're getting instructions, we're, we're getting words be at this place at this time to see this result. And can you imagine what's going to happen when all of us really are tapping into this era where Holy Spirit is leading us and guiding us in our day-to-day living? Well, we've seen, we've seen taste of it. And 
I think that our heart's desire uh, is, okay, so I'm just going to say, I was saved in the most incredible supernatural way. Front seat of my car, wave after wave after wave of the love of God. Holy Spirit said audibly to me, now is the time, come unto me, my child. And I literally, I have never looked back. That experience radically impacted my life. And from that moment until this, I really believe that I am led by the Spirit in all of my choices, in my words. And do I always get it right? Absolutely not. But I want every individual on the face of the earth to experience that same love, that same outpouring of wave after wave after wave of the love of God, because you're you're changed. You're irrevocably changed in that one blink of a moment. All I did was say, yes. Mm. And I really have a desire for everyone to be that intimate with Holy Spirit because he's that real. He really is. He came and got me. The Bible calls him our comforter. Yes. Our advocate. Yes. uh, Our attorney. Yes. uh, The one that pleads our case. uh, The one that strengthens us, quickens us, empowers us. You know, when I first got introduced to Holy Spirit through Pastor Benny Hinn, it, uh, it, it was just the revelation that the Holy Spirit was available, that the Holy Spirit's available to each and every one of us uh, as individuals. This is, I think it's uh, Hebrews 13. I may be off on the scripture. It's somewhere in the Bible, I promise you. <laughs> it says that may the love of God, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. And what Pastor Benny Hinn taught us so powerfully was that the Holy Spirit desires to fellowship with us and that we should treat him as that. So in the morning, that's when the book written, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. First thing when you open your eyes, good morning, Holy Spirit, because he's there waiting to walk with us, instruct us, teach us, guide us. I can countless times, Pastor Benny would teach us, you know, when you read the Bible, ask Holy Spirit, Please help me understand the scripture well, today. Well, eliminate the scripture because the the great thing about praying that way is all of the the Bible really interacts. I mean, you as you are being led by Holy Spirit, you'll read one passage and then the next thing you know, you're taken to another and you see how the whole of the instruction in the Bible works together. And so that has really been one of the greatest gifts to me. I, I will never forget when I first started reading the Bible, I did not have a clue. I mean, not a clue of where to begin. And literally my Bible would supernaturally open up to Matthew 25. Uh, the, I was naked and you didn't clothe me. Mm. I was hungry. You didn't feed me. I was in prison. You didn't come see me. And that was so relevant to me because I I had a loved one that was doing time and I hadn't seen them. So it really impacted my life. And I realized that the Lord himself by his Holy Spirit will literally open up your Bible for you and show you what to read if you just will listen. And so that radically impacted my life and, and changed my Uh, I really was dealing with some unforgiveness and the Lord just set me free from that. It was a remarkable experience and a great teaching tool. I learned if I just listened, he would speak. Well, I think that's so powerful, you know, because a lot of, a lot of us don't believe the Holy Spirit wants to fellowship with fellowship with us because he's called Holy Spirit, right? So if I'm not holy, how the Holy Spirit wants to fellowship with us. But the very first thing it says he'll do when he comes is convict us of sin. 
And so that's the Holy Spirit's purpose. And so he'll get involved in our lives and he does it so lovingly and tenderly and kind. But if we're off in the area of unforgiveness or whatever we're dealing with, he's so faithful to reveal that to us, but not in a condemning way, but in a way to deliver us and get us free from it. And well, so it's really all in the delivery, isn't it? it? Absolutely. I mean, when he really speaks, you know, I mean, you just know his voice and it's, it makes it easy to shift and change because we really believe that that word repent, um, it, it always comes across a little harsh, you know, the whole turn and burn situation. But to repent literally just means to go higher. Chances. You've missed the mark and mm. he's allowing you. That's the great thing about the appointed times of God that you mentioned earlier. We have long thought of our journey as human beings as a linear, like you're just always supposed to be moving forward. But I have found that God is much more circular and cyclical. And the great news about it is, is you get a do over. <laughs> if you don't get it right, you miss the mark. The Holy Spirit will guide you and he'll give you do overs until you do. So there is truly, therefore, no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Yes. So let's just break off all shame, all condemnation, all judgment. I curse every word that has been spoken against you in judgment yes. right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So anything that is blocking your hearing or anything that is blocking your sight, anything in your mind that has that you're judging yourself or bringing reproach upon yourself, self-condemnation, let's reverse that curse and let's move on. You're amazing strong, brilliant, anointed, appointed, called of God. So let's just move forward in that and brush off all that. I've taken to whenever I see any kind of negative uh, atmosphere, I've just started brushing it right off, cutting it off. And people are like, oh, what you doing? I'm like, you had a little negativity going there. I'm just cutting it off of you, brushing it off and making sure that you're starting your day strong and headed out with a good attitude mostly about yourself, because when you are strong in the Lord, he just prepares such a way for you. And it's just one step at a time. He makes all the crooked ways straight and he's a light into your path and a lamp into your feet. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. There is freedom. That is And he's good. so available to us and so powerful. Like Bev is ministering to us right now. Uh, he gets involved in our lives. He's involved in every aspect of our lives to help us. He's called the helper. The helper. And, um, so, you know, most of the times, you know, we think, well, I don't want to call him the Holy Spirit because I'm in this mess, but actually he's the one that will help us out of it in practical ways and spiritual ways. I'll never forget, you know, some of you may not know this, but Pastor Benny Hinn, before he was called to the ministry, he uh, was an, uh, sold ice cream at a mall there in Canada. And he told me this story so powerful. He said, you know, Kent, you don't realize how cold it gets in Canada. Like it gets so cold that <laughs> first of all, there. I was trying to figure out why you're selling ice cream in Canada, but that's another story. But he said he was literally had forgotten his uh, earmuffs Ear and was mm -hmm. walking home from work one night after he had met the Holy Spirit. And he said, Ken, I promise you it was so cold. It, it was like my ears were like hurting, Burning. but like they were going to fall off of the cold. side of my it head. Truly is. And I said, Holy Spirit, uh, you know, uh, I've met you and you, and I know now you're my friend. Is there any way that you could help me? You know, I've forgotten my, uh, my earmuffs and my ears feel like they're about to fall off the side of my head. He said, Kent, before the living God, I felt like a hand come over each side of my ear like this. And he said, it was like those hand warmers. Like <laughs> he said, and all of a sudden my story. ears just yes. begin to, you know, go from being cold to just the warmest, you know, calmest, smoothest, 
uh, fire. You, you have to remember how young he was. Yeah. What was he, 18? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But just to know the Holy Spirit is that real, that available uh, to all of us in our day-to-day activities, in the era of Holy Spirit, uh, we're going to see, I believe, our personal lives change. Uh, we're going to see our families' lives change because Holy Spirit will be involved in our family decisions. Holy Spirit will be involved in our children's life. Here at Word Alive, we're teaching our children now, even at you know five, six, seven years old, about Holy Spirit, how to engage in Holy Spirit. And I definitely believe, Bev and I strongly believe, in this era of Holy Spirit, it will shift the way we do church. Absolutely. That we will literally become Holy Spirit-led uh, churches with Holy Spirit-led services. Well, and, and that really is interesting to me. There are, there are a couple of things about that that uh, intrigue me because, first of all, one of the prophetic words came that we are a Zechariah 4, 6, and 7 army. And so literally it says, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Again, he called me to attention and it was like being awakened out of a deep sleep. And I believe that that's exactly what's happening right now, that we are awakening Mm. out of a deep sleep and maybe a lot of trauma. People have been through a lot of trauma. And as she prophesied over us that we were forming this spirit filled, spirit led, spirit called army. She just began to prophesy strength to us. And it was really um, uh, the rest and run that we would have strong bodies, that our joints would be healed, that there would be no aches, no pains, and that we would grow in the Lord and become stronger in the Holy Mm. Spirit. And it just goes, well, it goes literally on and on. But one of the best things that I think that she said at that particular juncture was that the impact and the weight of all that has gone in the pa- gone before us in the past two years, that the trauma is being lifted off of God's people, the impact wow. of it and the just being oppressed and pushed down by all of the the different things that have been in the atmosphere that people are breaking through and that in this era of Holy Spirit that they are awakening to their destinies and their callings like never before. Wow. When you're saying that, I'm thinking, I've got my phone out here while you're uh, ministering that, Beverly. I, I'm thinking about a, a powerful scripture in Ephesians, I believe it is. Uh, chapter five. Let me see if I can get it pull, pulled up here. Uh, it talks about awakening. Yes. And it says, um, uh, awake from the dead and Christ will give you light. Verse 16, 15. So then walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. Uh, therefore, not unwise, but understanding what the will is, not drunk with wine, but filled with the Spirit. I believe in this era of Holy Spirit, as Holy Spirit fills us, He's going to redeem us and redeem the, not only redeem us from trauma that we've all experienced in the body of Christ, but the money, everything that was lost that in we the can situation. Walk in that Issachar anointing yes. and just stand and literally declare that the time works according to our word, not the enemy's word, that we're not going to be stolen from any longer. Wow. It's really powerful. We're prophesying right now that we're taking back our time by the Holy Spirit, that the enemy no longer is ruling in our time, but now we are redeeming the time and that we are buying back our time 
some that we've lost through poor choices, some that we've lost through circumstances, sickness, trauma, uh, different things we've had to deal with, and we are buying that back. Bev and I just agree right now, God is buying back our times and our opportunities by the Holy Spirit, and the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, it says, will quicken our mortal bodies. So we just speak a word of quickening right now today that your very body, that list of energy words that you just yes. read, read, that that kind of enthusiasm and yes, energy and joy. and joy is permeating your spirit right now yes. and bringing us, uh, uh, e uh, equipping us and empowering us and quickening us as we step into this new season well, and, and era of Holy the Spirit. The manifest presence of Holy Spirit as the liberator is liberating us so that we can now approach our destination with a true war strategy and that we have answers and solutions. I think probably one of the most difficult times in this season that we have been in is there are no answers. Mm. Uh, there are only questions. There are only unknown variables and uh, the solutions are still out there. And I believe that is the season that we're in, that the Holy Spirit of the living God is bringing solutions into the natural realm. Um, and one, wow. of, one of the things, uh, this wasn't in the prophetic word, but one of the things that um, I understood as I've watched several of these teachings is that we, we are called to see in, into the unseen. Good point. And so when uh, we are, are, Speaking in the spirit, having our prayer language is wonderful, and I thank God for it. Um, when people ask me how to explain my prayer language, the best way is I don't know how to pray most of the time. And to pray in the spirit in a language that God hears and in turn then gives me answers, that is what praying in a prayer language is all about. But one of these teachings just so inspired me because on top of being able to pray in the spirit, we're supposed to see in the spiritual realm. And uh, I think she called it bilocational. Emma, you're talking about. Yes, she called it bilocational. And sitting right here, we are able to communicate with you, but we're also able to go into the spiritual realm and see what God is planning, what Holy Spirit is manifesting in the earth. We have the ability as spiritual, bilocational, <laughs> human, supernatural beings to do just that and to bring God's answers into the earth realm. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's exactly what we want to impart. We want you to have that capability, that ability to pray and to manifest answers in the earth realm that you are hearing from God for your family, for your life, for the decisions that you are making. If, if you're sick and just as she prophesied to us that we were going to grow stronger mm -hmm. as we got up to go again and to go again and to go again, that our strength would be renewed and that God would meet us right there at every turn and continue to strengthen us. So I just want to pray for anyone who is dealing with any uh, leftover residual infirmities and sickness and joint pain and inflammation and isolation and desolation, all of those things, depression that come from being in a, a state of long-term infirmities. So right now we break the yes, power in the of that name of in Jesus. Jesus' mighty name. Get up, get up 
get up, rise up, rise up, rise up, go again, go again, go again, go again for the glory of God and just begin to put one step in front of the other. And God is going to meet you every single time that you make the decision that you're going to go grow stronger and that the Holy Spirit is going to begin to guide you in every area of your life. Amen. That's powerful. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost as He's you're praying. always so this good, is good to be right here I, with People us. are being touched right now. Inflammation is being healed. Amen. Uh, uh, different, different ailments being dealt with. <clears throat> it's so powerful. When Beverly's talking about praying in the Spirit, you know, in Ephesians, it says, once we've put on the whole armor of God, to stand praying in the Spirit. In Jude, it talks about building up your holy faith, praying in the Spirit. As Bev and I was listening to Emma's teaching, as Bev was talking about not just praying in tongues, but praying in that realm, yes. being able to see and hear and understand. So speaking of infirmity in our own congregation recently, we've been teaching our children in our, in our church how to ascend, how to go into the Spirit, which is one of the gifts and the blessings of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 2, it says, by one Spirit, we've been given access. And this is an access to the Spirit realm that's granted us by the Holy Spirit but they were in a time of praying in the spirit, not just in their prayer language, but in the spirit praying. And this lady's grandchild, <clears throat> excuse me, was uh, suffering. Uh, she, uh, the, her daughter was pregnant with this child and the doctor had diagnosed the child with only one kidney, saying the child would be, be would be uh, uh, born with only one, one kidney, kidney yes. while praying in the spirit. You're talking about solutions, yes, answers. And while praying in the, earth in the spirit, yes. this grandmother saw a room in the spirit full of organs, lungs, hearts, kidneys, uh, legs, uh, ligaments. And she just in the spirit grabbed hold of a kidney in the spirit, took that in the spirit and then in the natural just touched her daughter and said, I just say in Jesus name, there is another kidney for this yes. child that's going to be born. And lo and behold, the grandbaby was born with two healthy she kidneys. Was. She was. And so this place of access in the spirit is a reality. And so part of the era of the Holy Spirit is us living in this place of divine access, being able to live in the spirit, walk in the spirit, speak in the spirit. And so in this season era, this when it said an era of the Holy Spirit, so obviously this is what God's focusing on and kind of where we'll kind of end today because we could go on forever on this. Uh, also, this portal of Pentecost is access to Holy Spirit. So from now, when uh, I think this is like May 25th we're in today or yes. 24th. I think it's the 24th. I'm not sure. Is it? Is it the 25th? I don't know what day it is. Is it the 20th? <laughs> 24. So coming up on May 30, in six days, we enter into the month of Sivan. Yes. And then a few days later, later on June 5th is Pentecost Sunday. So the next 10, 12 days, there is a portal. There is an openness in the spirit that we can connect, reconnect with Holy Spirit with great ease yes. because that is what God's doing right now. It's called an appointed time. An appointed time. <laughs> it's we, an appointed we have, time. <laughs> we have an appointment uh, between now and then. So we just want to encourage you that now's the time to really focus in. So I would start immediately in the morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, introduce yourself to me in a new way. Show me something. Teach me from the word. Prepare me for Pentecost so that I can receive every strategy, yes. every purpose, 
every assignment, every anointing, every mantle that God has for me uh, during this season because this is the era of the Holy Spirit. I think that's such an incredible teaching. And on top of that, guys, you have all authority to break any kind of uh, word curses or any kind of attacks on your life or anything that just does not seem right. Any witchcraft. Mm. Look, we have to be very careful about how we approach life. Words are weighty. And I'm constantly trying to, to check myself uh, and just really reel myself in. But y'all, we're human beings. And sometimes I say foolish things and uh, things that I should have never released into the atmosphere. But just check what you're saying out loud especially, as I said earlier, about yourself. I mm. mean, begin to confess you are well, you are healed, you are whole, not just in your physical body, but in our emotions and in our minds. You take a that you have the mind of Christ. Your mind has been renewed. You have been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. And so as we move into this era of Holy Spirit, this truly is an appointed time to just break off any kind of word curses, anything in your family. And I have been studying Freemasonry quite a bit. Uh, I didn't realize that I had uh, any Freemasonry in my lineage, but then the Lord reminded me that my uncle was a Shriner. And of course, I went right straight through and there's the connection. So anything that has come through your bloodline as a Freemasonry curse, then wow. just shake it off, break it off. It goes all the way back to the 17th century. So this is this is a longstanding division and uh, really a counterfeit for the word of God and how to bring heaven into earth's realm, it's a counterfeit. So I think if you just look at it in its simplest terms and realize that you don't want a counterfeit, you want the authentic. So I just pray for the peace that passes mm. all understanding to be your portion as we enter into these next few days and put this on your calendar. You don't want to miss this Pentecost weekend. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Uh, We'll start Friday night once again at 6 p.m. with Chris Reed. Then we'll have Chuck Pierce on Saturday night and Emma Stark Sunday morning as we move into the era uh, deep, more deeply in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not by might, not by power, but, but by, by my spirit. spirit, says the Lord. I love as you were talking. I was thinking of the scripture: uh, "If I by the uh, <clears throat> by the Spirit of God cast out demons, it's yes. the Holy Spirit that gives us that unbelievable power." Uh, to to deal with these things and the Holy Spirit that reveals that to us. That's exactly right. I'd like to uh, just read this scripture and then we'll 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 get going. But this is Second Corinthians says, "Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, mind can't comprehend what God has for those of us who love Him." But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit by his for spirit. his spirit searches all things yes the deep things of god for what man knows the things of man except the spirit that is in him now we have not received the spirit of the world but we've received the spirit who is from god that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by god freely given we're to be free. I'm going to bring it right on back home. We're to walk in the liberty that Christ Jesus died for us to have. So in this season of the era of the Holy Spirit and in this prophetic season of Pentecost, Beverly and I simply agree that the revelation will unfold, that you will just be downloaded in this season with the spirit of revelation, yes. supernatural revelation of who Holy Spirit is, 
who you are with the Holy Spirit, what God has for you through the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit begin to reveal to all of us His strategies, His purposes, His divine connections for us in this season so that we can walk fully in the liberty and the abundance that God's called us to walk in, in Jesus' name. Okay, I'm really digging the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys are too. I mean it. I mean, He's right here with us. And what He has done for us, He will do for you. He is no respecter of persons. This isn't a a special, you know, uh, exclusive thing. Holy Spirit is with you. Just begin to manifest his presence. Talk to him. Ask him questions. And don't be surprised when he answers. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for commenting. I'm reading comments here from from many of you, from uh, Yvette and Phil and Brian and uh, Phil from Washington, North Carolina and uh, Carolyn Battle and Judah, Pastor Judah from uh, Nigeria, uh, Peggy Davis from up in uh, Carteret County, uh, Keith, uh, Jane Herman, love you, Jane, Linda, Angie Brasher from Oklahoma, our horse girlfriend, Leola Washington uh, from uh, South Alabama. She's a mighty prayer warrior, that woman of God. Kim Shepard, our friend from down there. Uh, hey, Kim. Kim, love you guys. Carly Black, Casey, uh, hello, Stan, bless you. Carly, uh, Linda, beautiful. Thank you so much for engaging with us today and being and a part of this. we are going to be praying whatever your comments are. We have our intercessors and our prayer team praying for healing, strength, deliverance for loved ones and all of the things that are just happening in real time in our lives. And so just know that we are praying for you, praying for health and strength and healing in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us today. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing in all of our lives in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Thanks, Beverly. Oh, thank you.